What's up, Elite Army? This is your kind of well, kind of toxic host, Sarah Rittendale, bringing you another episode of Well-ish. Elite, welcome to day one of the 28 days of self-love. I'm so excited that you are here joining me today, and I thought I would start off with something a little simpler. You know, I promised you guys the nitty gritty. And so I thought, obviously, we should start with the basics. So what is self-love? It's important to understand this point so you can allow it to take you through the rest of the challenge. And it might seem kind of stupid to talk about this because at this point, I think that self-love is a pretty common sense thing. You hear it constantly everywhere all the time. But self-love as a concept is tossed around so frequently that society just kind of expects us to know what it means based off of some social media posts, you know? Like, I feel like you're just, it's talked about so much in a way that it's something you should already have and you should already be doing and you should already be on top of. And so obviously you're like, oh, oh, okay, well, let me figure that out. Like, I'll, I, I have that. I can do that. No big deal. Like, society says I got to do it. Oh, then yeah, absolutely. Like, I got to get that down. And so you just kind of like frantically take it at face value for what it is and whatever you saw in each social media post that kind of gives you a better understanding of what self-love is. But how often are you actually entertaining the idea of what self-love is? Normally, we are trying to figure out how to attain self-love. But I'm learning that it's so much easier to accomplish these self-improvement things, self-love or anything else, when you actually know what it is. Like when you take a step back and stop trying to look at all of the deep, deep, deep things inside of it and how you could be perfect at it and do your best at it and how you could make this happen in your life all of the time and really just take a real, real, real wide view of what something is and why it's happening and why it's important to us. And without those basics, how could you ever expect to really know truly how to accomplish it? We think we know what self-love is too because it's pretty self-explanatory. Like taking it at face value, self-love is loving oneself, right? The definition of self-love is deeper than that. There's more involved in what self-love is than just simply loving yourself like you love cupcakes. First, you have to recognize that your view of self-love is different than literally anybody else's. What works for you in order to truly fully love yourself might and most likely will be different than other people. So that being said, if you just take to social media and Pinterest and these things that you like Google on tick or that you look up on TikTok, how to love yourself, and you listen to all of these people talk about how to love themselves, you can absolutely take tidbits from people, but to think that you will solely find the answer on the internet compared to within yourself or even books and stuff like that compared to finding it within yourself is a pretty not realistic expectation. Again, you can use the things that you have been taught through books and media and try to apply them to your life and see what works. But so many people are out there talking about things that work because it worked for them. But that doesn't mean that it's going to work for you. So try it. See if it does. But be willing to let it go and try something else if it doesn't. Because at the end of the day, you really have to figure out what self-love's definition is for you. What does that look like in your life so that you can start showing up as often as possible with that mentality and applying that to your everyday life? What you value is different than other people. 
the way you express love to yourself might be different than other people. And for all of these reasons, we can't just take to a couple social media posts to truly understand and cultivate this deep feeling of self-love just because it's so frequently tossed around and talked about. So what is self-love? What is that deeper meaning? Self-love is the practice of caring for and valuing yourself. It involves recognizing your worth, accepting yourself as you are, and prioritizing your growth, well-being, and happiness. It's about treating yourself with compassion, kindness, and respect. So that's a lot of things that go into what self-love is. So let's break that down a little bit and try to really get a good idea of what that actually would look like. So in what ways do you care for yourself? This list is endless, but it's important to recognize the small, small ways that you can care for yourself. It's not about bubble baths and coloring books. It's about practicing good hygiene. It's about having a job so that you can have an income so that you can pay for rent and utilities and have a roof over your head. It's about buying groceries and feeding yourself and keeping a clean house and making sure that you have a nice place to exist. It's taking care of your physical wellness, eating well, exercising, getting enough sleep, taking care of your mental and emotional self, practicing mindfulness. There are so many aspects that go into the self-care, but I really, really want you to think about for you what caring for yourself looks like at a basic, basic level, because that's really the first step in loving yourself is making sure that you are at this basic level doing the things that make you feel cared for or that show that you are caring for you. Then we move on to the ways that you value yourself. This is your speaking to yourself with kindness, seeing your strengths over your weaknesses, or at least being able to recognize areas that you are good compared to constantly focusing on areas that you're bad. Surround yourself with quality people. Know that you are worth spending time with people that value you and stop spending time with people that don't see your value. Doing those self-care activities that nurture your mental, emotional, and physical well-being. Investing in your personal growth, exactly what you're doing right now. Making sure that you're setting goals and trying to achieve new things because you know that you're worth working on. Allowing yourself forgiveness because you know that you are not perfect. And accepting who you are, however you are, because you can learn from your mistakes without being overly critical of yourself. Celebrating wins, no matter how small they are. You drank a bottle of water today when you said you were going to. Hell yeah, celebrate that. You got all your tasks done at work. Hell yeah, celebrate that. You made the first move with a guy you like. Hell yeah, celebrate that. You didn't act like an awkward turtle when somebody spoke to you. Hell yeah, celebrate that. There are so many, you have to recognize the small things and not just take them and be like, God, I could have done this better. And showing appreciation for yourself and your life, for having that gratitude for the things that you do accomplish and who you are and what you've become and what you've cultivated so far. This brings us into recognizing your worth. When you do this, you see your unique qualities. You reflect on the things that make you you and that make you special. You embrace every piece of you. Every piece of you, the pieces of you that freak out when you lose something and the pieces of you that spill out kindness and compassion for other people, the bad and the good, recognizing that that makes you a whole beautiful person, setting boundaries because knowing your worth is not allowing anybody to try to diminish it, 
repeating affirmations that reinforce your worth. And I don't mean having to like do the guided listening to affirmations or going on Pinterest and looking them up and journaling 20 of them while you can do that. And I enjoy doing that. I think those are are good because a lot of the time you find ones that you wouldn't have even thought of yourself. And so it's nice to hear them. They feel validating. But I just mean even if I'm out in public and I feel like I said something stupid and saying to myself, I'm being myself so they can either accept me or they cannot. And that doesn't mean that I'm going to change who I am or you're okay. You're okay. It's fine. Everything's fine. Or it comes and it goes. Everything comes and it goes or let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Like just talking to yourself to make yourself feel better. Surrounding yourself with people that support you and uplift you and recognize your worth. Treating yourself with compassion and understanding, understanding that you're learning, understanding that you're trying, understanding that you're only acting at the level of skill capacity that you have right now and you're working to grow that skill capacity. Investing in activities that help you grow as a person, reading, routines, social activities, and learning the skill of seeking validation from within without needing outside validation. Self-acceptance, of course, follows that same theme. It's accepting who you are as a whole without being mean to yourself for who you are not or who you are not yet. Being kind and understanding of yourself and challenging the negative self-talk in your head. Focusing on your strengths and celebrating your successes. Embracing imperfections and setting realistic expectations for yourself. Practicing gratitude while you are doing all of this. And stopping comparing yourself to other people and appreciating yourself as you are and know that everybody is on their own path and this is just your path that you are growing and learning on. Another big thing that I think a lot of people miss out on when they just throw the idea of self-love around the internet is that you have to prioritize your self-growth and that is a part of self-love. It is so much acceptance, but it is also knowing that you are worth working on, that you are worth improving upon, that you are worth making yourself reach your full potential. You're not a self-improvement project to beat yourself up over, but you're a flower that always needs to be watered. It's gentle and kind. It's defining clear, achievable goals. It's identifying areas of improvement without being critical of yourself. It's creating an actual action plan to achieve the things that would make you feel fulfilled. It's allocating time in your life to make this happen and committing to your personal growth, choosing that over the easy road of following the negative habits you've always done. It's seeking new opportunities and challenging yourself to try new things and take calculated risks. And my favorite thing when it comes to thinking about growth is being able to reflect and adjust. Again, coming back to the concept that what works for somebody else might not necessarily work for you and vice versa, that you have to see what's working, see what's making you feel good. And if it's not 100% sticking with you, then you need to readjust. And readjusting doesn't mean you're failing. It means you're progressing and learning. Another really big important part of Self-love is prioritizing your well-being and your happiness and doing the things that align with that, making sure that that is incorporated into your day-to-day, like dedicating time to activities that actually nourish your body, mind, and soul, and establishing routines that ensure your physical care, making sure that you're able to do your hygiene and that you make it to the gym and that you're eating healthy as often as possible and that you're getting to bed on time. Again, cultivating those happy relationships that uplift you and bring joy into your life, not anger and 
irritation and untrustworthiness and feeling like you're not good enough for them or feeling like you're constantly questioning yourself. Being able to set boundaries between your personal life and your work life, no matter how much you love your work life, you have to be able to take time to relax sometimes. And taking time to relax sometimes doesn't mean you suck and you're not a hard worker. Being able to live in the moment and consciously recognize the good things in your life. Learning to say no to commitments that drain your energy and learning to say yes to things that you might be too nervous to say yes to, but actually want to do. Prioritizing your well-being and happiness is living authentically. It's being true to who you are. It's living in alignment with your values and recognizing what truly actually matters to you. Not what you think should matter to you or what you've been told needs to matter to you, but what you actually truly feel matters to you and align your actions and choices accordingly. Self-love is treating yourself with kindness and compassion, talking to yourself nicely, taking care of yourself, letting go of past mistakes and shortcomings. Being gentle with yourself and not so aggressive and hard on yourself. Set realistic expectations and goals. Developing the awareness of your feelings and thoughts and experiences. Acknowledging your successes. Doing things that bring you joy and fulfillment. Honoring your interests and your desires. And first understanding and then respecting your needs and your limits. Which really brings me into my favorite of all time aspect of loving yourself is respecting yourself. It's my favorite because it's what I so much lacked. Like I thought and I was able to like things about myself and enjoy my company and and think that I was a good, nice person, but I just had no self-respect. Learning how to set boundaries, either through words or through actions. It doesn't have to be this confrontational mess that's terrifying and not accomplished unless you say, do not do this to me or do not treat me like this. You can just remove yourself from a situation and that is setting a boundary. Again, taking care of your physical self, whether that's hygiene or going for a walk or sitting outside or eating right, drinking water, just taking care of you, making time for the activities that promote your wellness. It's respecting yourself in the sense that you're not just living for everybody else all of the time, that you are making time for the things that make you fulfilled. Respect yourself by practicing self-discipline and following through on what you say that you're going to do, even when it's hard, because you respect yourself enough to listen to yourself, to know that you have your best interest at heart. Standing up for yourself and advocating for yourself and not allowing other people to push you around and dictate you and make you feel less than you are. Respect yourself by celebrating your accomplishments and speaking kindly to yourself about yourself, constantly seeking growth and learning because you respect yourself enough to want to continuously grow. Respect yourself by surrounding yourself with positivity. Don't allow so much negativity to seep into your life. You are worth more respect than that. So many of these things overlap. There's so much overlap within them, but you have to really understand each aspect of it, that it's not just this willy nilly like, oh, yeah, I like me. I'm all right. This is all right with me. But if you truly actually have compassion for yourself and respect yourself and care for your well-being and prioritize your growth and know your worth and accept yourself as you are and stop beating yourself up all of the goddamn time to get better. It's truly caring for you as a whole, as an entire person, the way that you unconditionally love a child or unconditionally love a parent 
or the way you love a best friend or you love a significant other or you love a pet. They can do no wrong. It's the person in your life that can do no wrong. That should be you. Most people have conditions. That's the thing with unconditional love is most of the time people can do things that don't meet your quote unquote requirements. If somebody starts cheating on you, if somebody starts doing drugs, if somebody starts being narcissistic, if somebody starts beating you, if somebody starts doing, th- there are there are requirements for love. You know, there, there's this idea of unconditional love. And a lot of the time love does have conditions, but with yourself, yourself, you can have unconditional love because yes, you might have to meet conditions in order to truly fully show yourself what self-love looks like. But even when you're lacking, you're understanding and compassionate to yourself and knowing that you're working on it because you are the only one that truly knows you. All of this is a lot of info. So let me tell you the mistake that the not elite me would have made in the past. I would have listened to this entire podcast through on my way to work and then I would have gotten to work and I would have put a headphone in and I would have gone through and I would have dissected it and I would have written down every single thing in my listings of what self-love is so that I would know what I needed to practice on the day to day and I would tell myself that I was going to come back to that list or maybe I'll put it on my phone so that I read it often so that I know that I'm incorporating all of those things into my life constantly. But that is an unrealistic expectation to set. The things that I talked about are probably not all at once always going to be done. And the way that they are all at once always going to be done is by actually truly genuinely learning to love yourself. It's just going to come naturally. There will always be an effort that you're putting in for yourself, but you will effortlessly feel these things showing up in your life. It's not going to be like you have to make sure that you're strategically getting all of these things done. It's not like that. It just flows through you. It flows out of you. It flows around you. It flows inside of you. But it's highlighting these areas that actually truly show what self-love is so that you might be able to recognize areas that you can improve your self-love or maybe that you didn't even realize were aspects of loving yourself that you could work on and be better at so that you can truly fully develop that self-love experience. With a clear idea of what self-love is, you gain a clear idea of how you can become your favorite person in the world, how you can become your own best friend, how you can become somebody that you absolutely fucking love. How great would that feel? How confident would that make you? How much would other pieces of your life in regards to self-improvement fall into place if you just absolutely loved who you were. Thank you for listening to day one of the 28 days of self-love. Make sure you subscribe so you can come back tomorrow for day two, where we're going to talk about why you stopped loving yourself. Have a kick-ass day and I will talk to you tomorrow.